going on, Wes? Uh, just chilling, Brian. What's going on with you, brother? Uh, you know, just hanging out. Figured we'd do an episode of Gamescast. Nothing else to do on this fine, fine Wednesday. Or West Day, I'm sorry. Agreed. I mean, we could be, uh, you know, sleeping or outside in the summer sun or, I guess, spring sun. Blasphemy. Would be more accurate. Blasphemy. <laughs> Agreed. What, what, Agreed. It is, it's Wednesday, bro. What else are we going to do? I mean, I don't know. Did you hear about the hear about the guy from Konami? I did not hear about the guy from Konami. Eurogamer.net reports Konami employee arrested for attempted murder of colleague. 41-year-old attacked a former boss while at work. You know what? I can uh, <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say the headline alone is good enough and I don't want to ruin it by actually reading the article and finding out the details. However, the first <laughs> the first line of the article is even better. A 41-year-old Konami employee has been uh, has been arrested under suspicion of attempted murder after attacking their former boss with a fire extinguisher while at work. <laughs> this is I this doesn't scream premeditated to me was. I think I think it was I don't know, man. You, that that's, <laughs> That's kind of the most video game thing I've ever read from like in real life. Is it? I mean, we're say you kill somebody in a Yakuza game. This is not how you kill somebody yeah, in IRL. Oh my yeah, God. I mean, the only thing that could make it more more game like is if he had shot the fire extinguisher to distract the security so he could get by and murder the boss. Oh my God. I mean, you know, I knew crunch was a problem in the day's industry, but yeah. man. Apparently, it's a big problem over at Konami. I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine anybody at Konami's doing anything. Like, they're certainly not making games. So it's like they're, maybe they're just killing each other out of boredom. <laughs> it's like we're just getting paid yeah. to sit around and play pachinko machines and make sure they're all working properly. That's very possible. Yeah. Although I will say, uh, there, there's some good jokes in the chat. We got uh, Nihilist Ryan kill Nami and uh, Beard of Power <laughs> saying silent kill. It's good stuff. I like it. Uh, indeed. All right. Silent Kill. That's the best one yet. Keep them coming. Does, yeah, please do keep them coming. We need, we need, we need you to entertain us today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I kind of do feel like not ever leaving the title screen here, but I think at a certain point we have to start the show. Yeah, we're required by law to do so. So I guess we should probably go ahead and do it. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. We do it live at 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure right here on YouTube, which may or may not be where you're hearing these words, uh, because if you're watching it in video form, where people like to watch with their eyes, you're probably on youtube.com slash without pro games. If you're not, then you might be listening to this on podcast services of your choice for people who listen with their ears, or that's that's not the joke. That's not the joke. I, I totally destroyed the joke. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here uh, to my right, I, it really does look like my left. You're right. Uh, it's Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. What's going on, Wes? Yeah, I, I don't know. have any idea still to this day how, how it actually looks on screen. I always look over this shoulder like like you're pointing past me, That's but great. I might be looking like directly at you. I don't know. But hey, what's up, Brian? Not a lot, dude. Not a lot. Um, 
This is, I finished Resident Evil 7 yesterday. I mean, nope. I finished Resident <laughs> Evil 8 yesterday. I finished Resident Evil 7 quite oh. a few years ago. Oh, dude, I can't wait. That, that's literally, that's next on my menu. And, and we're covering it next week. And uh, Roots has already started in on it. I, I'm After tonight's episode, it's top of the list and what I'm going to be focusing on mainly for the next week. So I can't wait to have a deep discussion with you. I have avoided all of your live streams, even though I wanted so badly to click on them, just so the game wouldn't be spoiled. Uh, but I'm hearing, I'm, there are people telling me that this might be the best VR game of all time. Uh, which is which is praise I've been heaping on another couple of new titles, uh, so I, I, I'd be interested for your spoiler-free opinion. Does it deserve to be in that conversation? Yeah, I, it definitely does. And, <clears throat> uh, and, and without you know, without going too far, I'm, I'm actually curious. Where are you at in the game? Again, spoiler-free. Early. How early? Early. Like I only played it a few times uh, right at launch, and then I put it down. Uh, I'm in the castle. Bro, I'm still looking with the four statues, trying to get all that shit figured out. Yep. I'm early, early on. Yeah, and here, here's here's what I'll say about that is that um, what what I love about Village so much, it, it, this just doesn't happen very frequently in VR games. That is such a big part of the game, and by the end of the game, you've completely forgotten about it because you've done so much stuff past that point where, like, you're, this is this, I've spent hours and hours and hours in there. Uh, you know, getting getting the the four statue things and 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 dealing with the sisters and, and Lady D, and, and then by the end of the game, you're like, oh right, that that was this game. Like it, it feels like an eternity ago. I'm sure it doesn't help that like I spent you know uh, a week between playthroughs, but so it really kind of was an eternity ago in real life. But there's just so much happens in the game, uh, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm working on my review right now, uh, and uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll say is that I absolutely loved it. Loved it. This is this is a, a becoming a hallmark, and one of the things I really love about Resident Evil games is by the time you actually finish it, you you've already thought to yourself, "I must be at the end," <laughs> like three times, yeah, three times, four times, and it's it's like three games in one, especially by the standards of what a VR game is, right? VR games are typically very short, and where these are are games that are kind of brought into VR. We get all of the benefits that come from having a full-fledged AAA flat game uh, on top of it being, you know, the best horror franchise in the history of video games. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to dive in on that one, on this one this week. I have saved it for a reason because I didn't want to give it our usual, you know, five hours and go treatment that we give most games. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this week getting in and, and finally uh, taking this one on. Uh, I will say... <clears throat> the uh my big concern of course Wes, is that in my opinion and i don't know how many people out there are with me but in my opinion resident evil 7 launched almost right alongside the playstation vr1 mere months after playstation vr1 came out in october of 2016 i think resident evil 7 came out in january i believe of 2017 it was a few months later and in, in my opinion we've never gotten a, we never got a better psvr1 game than that um, and so I, I just really, really hope that history is not repeating itself here because we, we start so great right out of the gate with, uh, Gran Turismo and, and Resident Evil Village. I just hope that the next time Sony talks about PlayStation VR 2, they put those fears to rest and they announce the next big AAA game that's on the way, the next, the next big partnerships that they have with, uh, with AAA third party studios for hybrid games. I just, I just want to make sure that this isn't it, right? Highly doubtful that it is. VR is in a better place than it's ever been. 
but I just need that reassurance. And I think we all do. I, I agree. And I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case at all. I don't think PSVR two is launched yet, to be quite honest. And we've had this talk many times. Sure. I think this is a soft launch playing to the VR base and that the mainstream launch is still yet to come. Um, I think this has been a tremendous year for VR. And if it was the end of the year today, uh, it would be better than most recent years. Just based, you know, across all platforms, not just for PSVR 2. But I, I think I could say pretty confidently that we've had three all-time great video games launch or VR games launch in the last um, two months and probably five must-owns at least. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great time to be sure. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, guys, just a quick reminder here. Uh, Wes is Wes is doing his own thing over on his own channel with his own friends. Doesn't include me. I can assure you that. So, yet another reason to go watch. Uh, check him out on Virtual Strangers. Click the link in the description below to go uh, see what they're doing over there. Uh, Wes, what are you doing over there? So much, Brian. So much. We got actually a lot going on. Besides the fact that uh, that we're going to be covering Village next week, uh, alongside uh, a preview of another. Um, unreleased game that I'm not sure I can talk about yet, but Ooh. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Probably. Um, uh, to let's see, what are we doing right now? But well, we've got a an active giveaway going, as we have had typically for the last few weeks. Uh, the Last Worker. If any of you are interested in that, uh, no matter what platform you're playing on, see our most recent episode, Virtual Strangers 182, uh, we've, and we're going to draw uh, a winner. We already gave away one key. We're going to give away another one on Sunday. Uh, tonight we, uh, you know, last couple of weeks, we've kind of strayed away from the, uh, PSVR two exclusivity because we did a solid month plus of that. And, you know, two weeks ago we had Vertigo two come out. So we kind of went back to PCVR last uh, week. We did game of the month. So, uh, we had to get some quest games in there as well. Um, this week I literally, I woke up today and was like, I don't know what we're going to do. We, we, we typically have a plan on Sunday, so we have time to prepare. And today I woke up, this week we didn't do that. And today I woke up and I didn't know what we were going to do. So we went back to the old tried and true formula of just talking about what we've been playing. So I'm happy to say that we're moving back into exclusively covering PSVR 2 because that's <laughs> what we've been doing. Um, so tonight we're, we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to have as an appetizer, uh, zombie land, uh, the, the, the new reloaded version of that. Um, as a palate cleanser, we're going to talk a little bit about Tetris Effect on PSVR 2. Cool. And for the main course, we're going to move on to The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2 Retribution, which is all I've wanted to play uh, for about a week now. Yeah. And uh, we're going to real-time review that one. So we're going to talk about it a little bit, and then we're going to go into some live gameplay right then and there. So uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting in there tonight. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. Always exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you, you kind of hinted at it, but but man, like the next couple of weeks are, are actually going to be pretty good for PSVR two. Um, one one of the games that we we can certainly talk about is is Afterlife VR that got announced uh, over on uh, as as you were saying before the show, it got a release date trailer, and there was no release date in the trailer or uh, or or in the description or anywhere to be found. Uh, you had to follow Perp on Twitter to find out what the actual release date is. It's next Thursday, I believe, if I get that right. Um, well, we're expecting this to be the same uh, as the PC, PC VR version, right? And you've played through that completely. 
That's correct. I absolutely did. Um, it's going to be something that I, I feel like people like you and you and I are going to uh, find worthwhile. Um, it's good. I mean, the, the fact that I finish it should tell you something. We don't, we don't often finish games over on our channel. We do impressions. We don't do reviews normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did finish this one. Uh, but I am a horror game aficionado. I mean, it, it's a very much run of the mill, um, indie VR game full of, uh, you know, common tropes and things that you, that you would find in a, in a lot of the stuff that we've already played. But it's pretty well done. It's not very buggy, and it's not very long. So, I mean, it's fun to play. I'm hearing about an hour if you just beeline it, about two hours if you do everything. Is that fairly accurate? Well, well, I'm slow. It took me a few hours to get through it, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm hoping because, I, I mean, Paranormal Activity on PSVR 1 wasn't terribly long. Don't Knock Twice, that I got the name of correct that time, uh, was, was only a couple hours, not very long. Um, so I don't, I don't mind if it's short. I just don't want it to be like over before it begins. So a few hours is music to my ears. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it, it, it has a story that you're following along. It's an interesting, pretty unique story, even if it is in a familiar setting. And, uh, yeah, man, it does a couple of things that, that you don't typically see in these games and I won't spoil any of that, but, uh, if you pay close attention to the trailer, you might pick up on what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just happy, man. Like, like, let the flood of horror games come. Like I, it's this, yes. it's a uh, organ quarter that's coming, uh, I believe this spring in, and we're in spring, right? We've, we're in spring for two more months. So organ quarter should be coming really soon. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, not B tier, but certainly like, you know, indie horror games. I'm like, just bring, just bring them on, man. I'll take out all the ones that you got. Um, cause these, these are some of my favorite experiences and some of my favorite games to play on PSVR one. So getting them on PSVR two is, it's nice, man. It's nice. It's comforting. Yeah, I, look, I look forward to jumping back in Oregon quarter. I, I didn't go very deep into that one. Uh, but it is a game that has been recommended to me on numerous occasions from the community people love that game it seemed a bit dated to me at the time uh, but the one thing i really did like about it is there's a pretty substantial bit of game there like it's not super short um and then the weirdness factor is kind of through the roof on it like it's certainly a, a fever dream of a horror game nice well, i'm excited man i'm definitely excited um Probably a good time to remind people to come join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, that's where we hang out 24-7. Nice to see some new cats roll through the door, some old cats. Uh, a lot of people's names who I recognize, uh, who have been around for a long time. Uh, I saw Rickus Rook show up today, who has been around since literally 2017. And uh, and, he, and he finally showed up to Discord today. Always nice seeing new names and old names. Uh, but come hang out. That's where we talk about PSVR 2 pretty much 24-7. We argue, we bicker, because we're family. Uh, but it's it's a never-ending never-ending conversation over there. Um, one of the other reasons to show up there is because you can leave your viewer takeover questions. Uh, and that's a good way to get your question into the show. Uh, Cost-free. And uh, that's exactly what Sasslord did with his hashtag viewer takeover question. It says, if you could make just one change to the design of the PSVR 2 headset, what would it be? Oh, brother. Is that a loaded <laughs> question, Brian? Oh, my God. So, obviously, this 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 is a question purely out of the realm of the hypothetical. So, what are the rules here? Like, can I put any hypothetical technology? I mean, we, we could talk about, you know, giving this features of $3,000, like, professional headsets and 
put micro OLED in it, or how about 200 degree field of view? I mean, we could have that. Or what about stuff we don't have yet, like varifocal lenses? Like that would be awesome. Uh, I'm assuming that we need to keep this somewhat within the realm of possibility. I would say, I would say, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be something that's going to happen. It doesn't have to be something that they'll change in the V2 model. It's just, it's just something, you know, if you were to change it to your preference, something, you know, a, a slight alteration, what would it be? All right. Um, so, so I mean, I guess the the canned answer here, and the one that most people would give, would, would be get rid of the wire, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's not really an issue for me, and it really isn't. I, I play seated ninety five percent of the time. Now, I'll be honest, I would have loved if that cord had gone to hell when I was playing Creed last week. Um, but that's really the only time I'd ever even I ever even really even noticed it. So I'm gonna I'm going to let let someone else say that and pick that as their as their change and i would say i would uh, i'd really like some integrated audio i think that would uh th- that's the easy answer it's something i feel would have been very doable for them uh and let me be clear there is integrated audio I, people like the shit on the earbuds the earbuds are okay man they're, they're way better than quest audio so when i say i want integrated audio i mean like valve index style integrated audio um but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to go with that, and uh, you know, come at me, bro, if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> I I don't know if I if I can get away with saying this one because uh, this isn't a feature of the headset itself. Uh, but if I could have made one change, it would be to somehow have made backwards compatibility a feature. Um, because I, oh yeah, that'd be awesome, right? I think that's more to do. That's less to do with the headset itself, and more to do with um, uh, with just the PS5. And, uh, and, and the fact that there's, I mean, I don't know, again, we're, we're talking purely hypothetical here, I guess. So like, I, maybe I don't need to qualify this with so many, uh, question marks and, and, and what ifs, but, um, I think, I think the thing that would have made a lot of people happy, I think a lot of the 6 million, uh, owners of the PSVR one would have jumped into PSVR two much faster if they knew that they, that their complete library was playable. Um, you know, I have no idea how they would have made that possible. That's not really my job uh, to, <laughs> to figure out, but yeah, I think backwards compatibility, if, if that's a, if that's a feature of a headset that I could have changed, then that's probably the, my, would be my go-to. I don't give a fuck about the wire. Um, the wire is fine. I've been playing, dude, I, I, the wire didn't bother me in Creed. The wire hasn't bothered me in, in any fast moving game. I've been totally fine. I've not once even noticed the wire. Uh, certainly on PSVR one, there were moments when I was playing Beat Saber or whatever else where like something would happen, right? Where like I would hit the wire. I would, I, I didn't know where it was something, but this, this wire is so lightweight. It's just, it's just not an issue as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I, that wouldn't even be my number one. That wouldn't be my go-to. Okay, so a couple of things here. Uh, first of all, I'm going to give honorable mention to uh, high resolution color pass through. I felt like I feel like if they had done that instead of the very utilitarian black and white pass through that they have on this model, I feel like they would have forced Meta to skip a generation because that's going to be the thing that they have next gen that that we don't have. That's going to be what they build their whole generation around is mixed reality, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some you know a lot of tech demos, but there'll be some cool stuff come out of that. Uh, and had Sony implemented that. It would have been a very relatively cheap upgrade, I feel like, and they would have forced Meta into having to do something else. 
next generation. It would have been pretty cool. I uh, also want to point out uh, Derail in the chat here uh, who says that I would have taken less brightness all day with the benefits. And I think what he's referring to here are some of the uh, persistence issues with the uh, the OLED panels. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's a good one. It didn't cross my mind because I haven't really experienced a lot of discomfort, but some people are. So uh, I think that would have been a good move as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the things that uh, that, that people are bringing up, uh, there's certainly people who are saying that they wish that the strap was more like the PSVR one, that it, that it felt more like the PSVR one when it was on your head. Um, it, it's 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 all uh, it, it's it, the very personal things here. I think because. Like I think the PSVR two is as comfortable, if not more comfortable, to me than the PSVR one was. I think I am the person whose head they designed it for, right? Like you can tell the reason that they cre- they created that padding the way that they did. It's hollow. You can tell that there's that they, whatever they're doing in there, it's it's intentionally not packed with padding so that like it can breathe. It's all it's way more breathable than the first one was, um, it, and that's working perfectly for me. Like I I am always cool in the headset, you know. Unless I'm punching people in the face in Creed, and that's a little bit of a different story. But um, I, I, yeah. I, I agree. I, I agree. It feels pretty similar to me. Like it feels very similar. Now I will admit that I do fiddle around with it a little bit more, trying to hit that sweet sweet spot. But that's more about the lenses than the comfort. It's perfectly comfortable um, the whole time. So. Uh, Alwyn in the chat says, "Hey Brian and Wes, first time on a live show. It's uh, it's it looks like it's." 20 minutes past midnight here in Germany. I think I got that right. Been watching every episode in the morning. The wire is no problem. It's long enough. Brightness lower works better. Yeah, I've got mine around 60% and it seems to be uh, it seems to be taking care of all my problems. Uh, we also got some tips that we should probably uh, give a shout out to. We got Unintended Studios with the $5 tip. Says no spoilers in your next playthrough. Everyone's got uh, advice from me, Wes, uh, when it comes to Resident Evil Village, which I take all advice um except doesn't mean i'm going to i I listen to all advice i guess i should say it doesn't mean i'm actually going to take it while i'm playing um they said don't forget the gravestone before the windmill in the locked gate right after then back to the burnt house yeah like i do i just finished playing through the game and and this advice means nothing to me i'm like oh okay maybe when i'm playing it again i'll be like oh hey the gravestone before the windmill yeah fucking i'll absolutely remember that thank you intense studios uh andrew bailey with the two quid now this is the this is more of the comments that i'm used to hearing brian you missed so much in resident evil 8 at least 10 to 20 percent i beat the fucking game and andrew's like you missed 20 percent of it i'm like i don't think so I don't think so, Andrew. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but I will say that, uh, I mean, I, t- I took my time. I looked for bird cages. I looked for goats. Uh, I unlocked a shitload of stuff. Um, and I, uh, and, and, and I've, I, I bought an optional boss. I mean, like, they have to do it pretty well there, Andrew. Uh, but you know, everyone's going to complain about the way that I play games. And that's totally up to you if you choose to do that. Uh, no offense taken here. I promise you. Uh, saying you dot com say in you dot com. There's got to be something there. Uh, with the Australian two dollars says no dreams. Final update for PSVR two petition time. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about dreams in just a little bit. Uh, but definitely, definitely a little too late. A little bit of sad news today. We'll, we'll get to it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. 
Wes, uh, how uh, are you a Zenith fan? Kinda. I, I played it uh, quite a bit at launch, but I haven't uh, picked it up in what, probably six months, maybe eight. Like it's been a while. Okay. Well, it's been a while for me too. Uh, I, I definitely championed this game when it first came out. I played the crap out of it when it first came out. Uh, and then with each update, I, I tried to jump in and, and see what was new, but you know, I, I found myself being like, wow, I got to grind quite a bit just to kind of get caught up to where everyone else is at. And, and, and that sort of kept me away because I didn't have like, you know, 30, 40 hours to, to go back in and, and spend. Um, but it's great. Uh, they can- it's a different experience, right? Like catching up with friends yeah. because it become it quickly becomes a session of, all right, let, let's catch him up. And the whole game is now, hey, it's over here. Come get it. It's over here. Come get it. Yeah, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't play that way, right? Like I, I actually, for an MMO where there's like 50 people playing on each server at once, is it 50 or 100? I can't remember. But it's, I, I go in solo, Right. And, and I try to and I try to go in and, and figure out where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. So that doesn't happen because people are so kind and, and want to show you the way and want to make sure that they're getting you caught up. Did you eat a bug? What just happened there? Uh, nothing. I took my uh, nicotine replacement therapy out of my mouth. <laughs> are you a smoker? Do we need to have a separate conversation? I'm a vapor, but I don't, I try not to vape so much on camera, at least when I'm on your air. So I, I, I take alternative measures okay. when I'm on here. Well, that's very kind of you, but I will not tell you what to do. Is your body your choice, Wes? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I end up playing MMOs quite a bit by myself. People see me wandering around just being stupid. And I'm like, oh, that's me. If you see that would be dark, just wandering around or, or, or Brian paw or whatever the hell i've called myself um yep but anyway uh there there is a new update uh coming this is this is a big one that they've been talking about for quite a long time uh and it's uh the title of the playstation blog post says fight for psvr2 glory in the upcoming zenith the last city pvp mode i do want to make it really clear that they're specifically saying psvr2 glory because i do believe that quest in psvr1 are kind of being pushed off onto their own servers, I believe. Uh, and uh, and they will not be getting any further updates. Have you heard this? Uh, I, I, I have heard it. I'm a member of their Discord uh, channel, so I get the updates whenever they put out a little statement like that. And I remember reading that, and it makes sense. It makes sense, and I think this is a good thing for progress, that games don't get uh, bogged down with trying to... Um, trying to cater to the lowest common denominator. And when a new generation comes along, you have to cut the old generation uh, off at some point. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's a good move. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's tough to, if you're, if you're still playing on PSVR one, if you're still playing on quest uh, it, it's tough news to hear. Um, but a lot of people took the news as, Oh, we're shutting the game down. And it's like, that's not the case at all. You still get to play. You still get to get in there with the friend, your friends. You still get to go play with all the people who are, you know, playing on last gen headsets. So at least there's that. Uh, and, but I, and I think there's sort of like an understanding that comes with getting an online only game that says this, this might not be around forever, not at least in the capacity that you want it to be. Um, doesn't make it any better. But the fact is, is I agree with us. You got to keep moving forward. Um, some, uh, ling- some lingering PTSD from uh, Starblood Arena and Spark, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eve Valkyrie, um, 
drive club. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. So Joe from ramen VR, the community manager writes our PlayStation VR two MMO RPG Zenith, the last city, uh, has its next major content patch skyward summit on the horizon. And we will, and with that, we'll be bringing a host of new features to the game today. We are thrilled to announce that one of the features we'll be introducing is PVP combat. We believe this feature will add a new layer of depth and excitement to Zenith. Uh, players will now have the opportunity to test their skills against each other in a fun and engaging way. Challenge yourself with thrilling one-on-one and team duels. Ooh, team duels that will test your skills and push you to the limit with our unique class system, in, including a brand new cyber ninja class. You can explore an endless variety of playstyles and strategies. While we are exploring additional options for PvP in future patches, Skyward Summit's PvP will primarily focus on the implementation of one-on-one in team duels um i think that's yeah let's just skip to the end here alongside the highly anticipated pvp mode we're excited to introduce the brand new cyber ninja class and a host of other thrilling additions from player housing to resource harvesting and crafting this patch has it all we can't wait for you to explore these exciting new systems and discover everything skyward summit has to offer uh they're saying q2 2023 and uh we are already in q2 less uh, we are only, we only have two more months of Q2. <laughs> so, uh, I don't expect to, uh, to be waiting too long for this patch. I'm going to go ahead and say May. It's my prediction. Cause everything, everything that, that's been announced over the last two weeks has been May. And, uh, there's a lot coming next month. So I, I bet this is part of that. Um, do you feel like something's coming in May? If, if there's all these announcements, for things happening in May, do you think something's happening in May other than just? I don't know. I, I know. I know. There's a lot of games coming out next month. I don't know if that's coordinated or just, uh, you know, everyone's independent market researcher pointing to the same period as being a good time to launch your game. Yeah. Uh, but I've noticed it. It's a trend at this point. Yeah. Uh, dude, this is such a good. Uh, this is such good news because. Um, I feel like we've been hearing about this cyber ninja class for the longest time. Like this is one of the first yes. things I feel like they revealed after the game came out. And with every update, everyone's like, is this a cyber ninja update? Is this a cyber ninja update? We've been stuck with two classes. Correct me if I'm wrong since day one. And, uh, and this is something that people desperately wanted. I know there's a lot of people out there who cre- started with the first class, maxed out that character and then said, jumped back in, created a new character with the other class and then maxed that character. And I said, now what? Right. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of, We've got to get some new content coming. We've got, I mean, player housing and, and crafting and PVP stuff. It seems like a probably a good time to jump back in. Yeah, I was really excited about Cyber Ninja when they first announced it um, yeah. like a year ago. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'll be cool to finally get our hands on this uh, this new class and uh, see what it has. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like they, um, they, they, they made some improvements to the PSVR 2 version as well. Um, so... Yet again, another reason to get back in there. Hopefully I'll be able to do that soon. Uh, guys, a real quick update here from Professor Lilith with the $5 tip. Uh, she says, the Sunday multiplayer survey is now posted. Choose from Synth Riders, Rhythm and Multiplayer Mayhem, or Gran Turismo 7. Great cars, no weapons. <laughs> that's that's uh, totally accurate. Guys, if you don't know how the Sunday multiplayer meetups work, make sure you click the link in the description below. Go join our Discord and... Uh, Professor Lilith takes it from there. Uh, every, every week, uh, she posts a 
uh, a list of games that you can vote on to, to determine what games you guys are all going to play together each weekend. Happens the same time every single Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, just get in there, get on Discord, and go into the uh, Sunday multiplayer channel uh, to get to get organized. Um, good times, man. Good times. Great community. Professor Lilith is a great person, and uh, couldn't ask for a better person to be running this stuff. So thank you, Professor Lilith. Um, Wes, uh, switchback got updated today. Yeah, I saw the uh, the uh, <laughs> the the announcement on my Discord server and got all excited for a minute, and then was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, fair enough." Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I usually am. Did uh, <clears throat> did switch when you played switchback? You did not experience any low resolution graphics, correct? Was that you? Uh, I didn't think it was as um, bad as some people were making it out to be. Uh, there, there was some some low resolution and distant uh, scenery mm-hmm. and during cutscenes, but uh, I felt like the criticism was way overblown compared to my experience. Okay. And this is, this is something that I'm very, very curious about because there's obviously no way to compare your experience with my experience. No way for me to see your game in my headset, like what your eyes are seeing in my headset. Um, because what I was seeing, except for the things that you put right up to your face, sorry, sirens on my end, the stuff that you're putting right up to your face looked crystal clear and every, and it wasn't five, 10 feet away. It was everything else looked low res, right? So for me, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I was like, this is just clearly low res. And so when, when the switchback devs supermassive started calling it a bug, I was like, that's ridiculous. But when we compare stories like this, Wes, it does make me feel like it is a bug and that some people are actually seeing the game differently than other people. And I don't know. I can confirm this. You can confirm this. I can confirm this. Uh, well, I mean, if we trust our community members, uh, we've had people that are local to one another. And I wish I could remember exactly who it was so I could shout them out right now, but the, the names are escaping me. But we had people who were local to one another, one of them who said it's beautiful, the other one said it's garbage. And so they went to each other's house and played each other's game. And guess what? Completely different on the different hardware. That is insanity. I was, dude, I was so sure that Switch, uh, that Supermassive was just full of shit, that they didn't want to take ownership of, of what was happening. And, it is, and, and this explains everything. I mean, this explains a lot, at least, right? The fact that uh, the fact that some people are seeing one thing, some people are having one experience with the game, and other people are having a great, ex- uh, you know, good experience, bad experience, whatever. Uh, I just saw Jack Kelly in the in the chat, who is a staunch Switchback defender, saying, "I love this game. I haven't have any problems. I don't know what people are complaining about. Uh, definitely rates it much higher than I did." Um, and uh, and 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 that's great to hear, right? Like I always like to hear that other people are enjoying their game more than I enjoyed it during my review process, right? I never want anyone to waste their money, but but something's different about this game, as you just clearly pointed out. It's 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 clearly a bug. Something's happening here, and not, and people are not having the same experience. So, uh, I wish that this patch address that <laughs> like yeah this is what we were waiting for we we're waiting for everyone to have the same experience and uh and this is not the patch you were waiting for i'm, I'm glad that they're doing this though for a couple of reasons first of all we've got fat balls i love your handle by the way fat balls fat balls <laughs> in the chat says switchback keeps crashing on me now Ooh. i didn't have this problem like i didn't have i maybe had a crash or two but it wasn't a 
It wasn't really an issue. Everything crashes every now and then. Uh, but that's what today's update uh, is supposed to deal with or, or these crashes. So if this is you, you've been having this problem, maybe go in and give it another shot now. The other reason I'm glad that, there, that this update uh, is coming now is because, uh, you know, they came out immediately and said that we're looking at this issue. Um, people were skeptical because typically Supermassive isn't the best about post-launch support of their, their VR titles, at least. Um, so people, at least people in my circle, were starting to question it now. Like, are they really going to do anything, or are they gone forever now? They, they said they were going to do something, but they haven't said anything since. Yep. So now we get an update. We get an update, literally an update for the game, but also an update on the progress of their troubleshooting. And apparently they're pretty close to nailing that one down too. So I'm glad that this update, uh, both updates came down today and it, it certainly should put a few people's mind at, uh, at ease. For sure. So just to read through it quickly here, uh, they said we'd like to let you know that as of 2 p.m. UTC today, version 1.05 is now available for Switchback VR. This update addresses in-game crashes and improves the overall stability of the game. The team have made great progress in identifying and developing fixes for reported graphical and performance issues, and we hope to share the news of another update very soon. We appreciate your continued patience, support, and understanding while this work is ongoing, and hope that you will enjoy the improved experience on Inferno's Ride following this update. Sincerely, Supermassive Games. Well... I'm with you, man. I'm absolutely with you. I'm, I'm glad that we, we got something from them. Uh, I, if you saw the sales charts for March on the PlayStation blog, Switchback, I believe, ranked number two in the US. I did, it didn't rank at all in the EU charts, <laughs> which makes me think something went horribly wrong there. Like they just, like it was an oversight or something. Like it's got to be there somewhere. Very seldom is something number two here and just non existent there. Um, from a european studio nonetheless like really europeans are like fool me once shame on me (laughs) well it's funny because all the pre-launch content came from european content creators too like i mean oh yeah they all got to visit super massive and play early while we're over here just twiddling our thumbs waiting just to get the the copy of the game the day before it launches (laughs) um yeah yeah so uh so the fact is, is it does seem like it sold pretty well. And, and again, there are very mixed responses. So some, some of the reviews were really positive and some of them were, were, were mid. Um, but I hope it does well, man. I hope it does well. I hope they fix their game. I hope, I hope that ultimately we all get a great version of this game. Hopefully everybody's happy with it when, when all is said and done. Uh, and then that way we can, uh, they, Sony can contract them to update Rush of Blood on, so we can play it on PSVR two and get the game we really wanted. End of story. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the game we really wanted, like Rush of Blood too. Oh, never mind. We'll we'll talk about that another day. Where where are all these games, dude? I'm I'm so irritated that we don't have news on any of these PSVR one games, especially the first party ones. It's just it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm sure we'll learn more during when we finally get the elusive mythical sony psvr showcase that we've been waiting on for 18 months at this point but it's coming this june did you hear brian it's coming this june it's always coming soon (laughs) next month the month after june okay um yeah yeah i do expect do you okay so we've got a state of play happening tomorrow right oh this is news to me really oh it's it it's news to you because because no one cares it's it's final fantasy related 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, as as half of them are. Right. The uh, so it, it says it's it, taking them at their word. It seems like it's only Final Fantasy 16 related. Like there, there'll just be an update on Final Fantasy 16, and and there won't be any other games shown there. Um, and so it does. It does make me wonder: Are we going to see more PSVR two before a showcase, or are we going to see it on a state of play? Like, will there be another state of play next month? Like, what is the I, I could see this happening in so many different ways, but the fact is, is that if backwards compatibility really is that big of an issue for a lot of people or people are wondering what happened, you know, man, I bought everybody's golf. I bought the, I bought the persistence. I bought, um, uh, firewall and, and, uh, the far point I'm, I'm blanking here. Uh, when it comes to other first party stuff, Astrobot rescue mission, like what, what's, ha- what's happening with all these games. Does that belong in a state of play? Or does that belong is just like a small part, a sizzle reel of, of a showcase, you know, just at the tail end or the very beginning of a PSVR 2 section? I don't really know the answer to that because because Sony never does what I think they're going to do. Um, but it would be nice to get PSVR 2 in front of as many people as possible uh, at a showcase because going this long without a showcase, 18 months, as you said, people are going to be fucking chomping at the bit for whatever they're going to show us and so while you have everybody's attention showing us the next spider-man game maybe wolverine whatever fucking uh all the the other 23 first party sony studios are working on get psvr2 in front of these people right show them hybrid games show them sure. upcoming games finally reveal that half-life alex is coming uh and then also talk about first this is the longest rant ever west just is it, there should be a button over there we can just be like, <laughs> turn Brian off for like five minutes. So I can get a word in. A red light. <laughs> yeah. Of like one of those canes that pulls the comedians off the stage. <laughs> Showtime at the Apollo stuff. Let's do Yeah. Let's clown, clown with the broom. Yep. <laughs> I did, dude, I would fucking love it if there was somebody just off camera with a giant cane and just pulled me. That'd be amazing. I love it. Love that would it. be awesome. But I, I, I agree with the sentiment uh, for what it's worth. And obviously, we've had this conversation a dozen times yep. at this point. It's true. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think we've got more announcements coming before the big showcase. Uh, now, will that be in a state of play? I mean, I don't know if Sony's brave enough yet to do another VR-only state of play. Well, typically, that's not the case. Uh, but we might get a portion of one, or we could get more of what we've uh, we've gotten lately, which is just blog posts announcements you know Uh, i I think we'll we'll hear some stuff whether you know how much first party stuff i don't know i do think there will be some uh some significant third party announcements relatively soon and then i do think that all the big first party announcements are going to come during some kind of a showcase assuming that there is indeed a showcase coming up let's refresh my memory well the last state of play that had psvr2 stuff it was um that was like journey to foundation, right? Uh, that was yep. uh, the, the entrance games. Yep. Synapse. Yes. Synapse, uh, the yeah. Foglands. And what else? It was, it was that, a fourth game. Right. Just, it's not clicking. Oh my, my goodness. What was it? Um, those are certainly the memorable ones. Um, yeah. Was there a fourth game? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe it started with Resident Evil four or something. I just didn't. And I just included that mentally, but um but I, I mean, but but I love that, right? Because because those are all I believe all those games are coming this year, and I know Synapse and, and Foundation certainly are. Uh, no, the Synapse and Foglands are both coming this year. I think Foundation is too. Um, it, it, 
I don't know. I've been saying this a lot. And so if, if you guys have been watching every episode, then I apologize for repeating myself. But even if we just got all of the all the games that have been announced with like one or two exceptions, they're all coming in 2023. And that's only like eight more months, right? Even if we only got the announced games this year, it would still be an incredible year for PSVR 2. But the fact is, is that there's more than that, right? There's stuff yeah. that hasn't been announced that's coming soon. There's stuff that hasn't been announced that's that's coming holiday. There's stuff that hasn't been announced that's coming next year. Um, and and I just I think when everybody starts talking, it's going to be really really exciting. July through November, it's always July, late July, late July through November. That's that's when it's just nonstop, mm-hmm. and I expect that to be the case again this year. Uh, we got Darth Vader, the game cat with a $10 tip in the chat it says dead Island two launches in nine days. Jesus Christ, this weight is killing me. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, in nine days, if you don't see any content on the channel for about 24 to 48 hours, it's because I fucking love dead Island, man. Like dead Island one was so good that like, I will absolutely take my PSVR two headset off for like a day or two and just blast through that game just so I can play it. Like I desperately want Dead Island 2 in, on, in VR. I want to be able to play that in PSVR 2. But yeah. Is that game coming to uh, PC or is that a console only thing? I think it's coming to everything. I think it's coming to PC and Xbox and I'll probably make it to Switch eventually, I'm sure. Who knows? Yeah. Then, then, then we'll play it in VR. Then you'll play it in VR. Nice. Um. Oh, dude. So, uh, okay. I've got, I've got to ask you. Did you ever have a chance to play Galaxy Kart? No, I took the recommendations of you and literally every other <laughs> VR content creator that I interact with on a daily basis, yeah. and I avoided that one. Okay. Now, <laughs> I've got Look, it. man, if Paradise Decay is shitting on your game, then it needs work. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, it definitely needs work. It definitely needs work. And for the price that they're charging, they're charging 20 bucks. And, and you know, like Dash Dash World exists out there somewhere. And, uh, and, and there's just absolutely no excuse for the way that this game launched, right? No question about that. I don't want to like start, like sit here and start giving the developers excuses and stuff and, 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 and make excuses for their game. That's not what I did during my review. That's not what I've done since. Uh, I don't actually recommend that you buy Galaxy Cart, but. I don't know what all the other content creators are saying, but I do need to make sure that people know, keep an eye on this one because we had so much fun playing a broken game, <laughs> like a broken incomplete game that like, there's so much potential here that if they can get this right and they can fix this over time, that eventually I think most people's opinions are going to change. It is, it is fun driving around with two sense controllers, you know, wheel in one hand, weapon in the other. Um, the sense of speed is pretty decent. Uh, the, uh, every time you hit an item crate, it's the most intense headset rumble I've ever felt. And it just proves that that never gets old. You know, people are, I, when I complained about Creed saying the headset rumble when you get punched in the head isn't strong enough, people are like, Oh, that would get really old really fast. It doesn't get old. It's really enjoyable <laughs> all the time. And so like I, I look forward to hitting item crates in Galaxy Cart because of the intense headset rumble. It's it's fun. It's janky and it needs a lot of work and it needs more tracks and everything else. So just like just like switchback. I'm very, very happy that these guys are updating us on their progress. They fixed the multiplayer problems like day one. Um and they uh how else did they fix? They fixed the progression system problem day one. 
Um, and so they, they, they made some great strides already. Now, here, let's go full screen on this. They, uh, let me get some footage up here. Over on our Discord, and I believe on their Discord as well, they, they want to update everybody and let everybody know that they're working on three new tracks. Now, what you're going to see here is very primitive. It's going to take, they said it's going to take a few months before these tracks are done, but the fact that they're, there's only four tracks right now, they're going to get us three more soon, um, is promising. Again, very, very basic looking. Um, but the fact that they're updating us and telling us that this is happening and they're going to add content to a game that was severely lacking in content is good news. So that's all I'll say. Keep, keep your eye, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open. Cause I do believe that if VR monkey can, can keep with this and keep updating it and give us the wheel support that we want and, uh, and, and just, and just fix the little things and keep adding content. I, this could be a dash dash competitor. And it seems like Dash yeah. Dash is a long way out, Wes. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be. They they have gone notoriously silent, and uh, that's weird for them because when when in their day they were they were very active on social media and with all the content creators. So right, I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with Dash Dash. Yeah, they went they went oddly silent so much that they um that I I thought that they were gone. Like they they had stopped responding to my emails. I didn't see any social media updates from them. And I thought they were done. I thought Motion X had just gone out of business. But very recently, we did see them respond to a tweet about PSVR 2 saying that the PSVR 2 version of Dash Dash World is early in development. And so it's coming. We just don't know when. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It makes me wonder. It'll be good when it gets here. makes me wonder if the PSVR 1 version is just trashed because that, that seems like what they had been working on. They had been giving me constant updates for the PSVR 1 version, and now it's just like maybe not worth it to them. Yeah. I don't know. I would imagine that's probably the case. Yeah. But, they, but they've got like 17 tracks over there, right? They've got 17 tracks. They've got their own set of weapons. They've got their own set of vehicles. They've got, you know, in, in their tracks are, I mean, I will tell you right now, better than what's going on in galaxy cart, right? They're nuts. Some of them, the ones that are like classified as intense are intense. Yeah. Yeah. So, We'll see. It's it's kind of a race to the finish line. Can Galaxy Car get their game up to speed uh, before Dash Dash gets their shit together? Um, it's the it's the race of the cart racers, um, and 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 maybe who knows, man? Maybe maybe we'll get Crash Team Racing over here. Maybe Sony can strike a deal with Activision or something. I don't touring think... carts too. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm just joking. I would love touring carts too. Um, it had potential. It was janky. Yeah, but it was okay. Have fun with it. Yeah. Um, let me make sure we didn't miss any tips. I think we did. I think I missed like three tips. Uh, Luca, the Satanic Game Cat. Uh, with the $5 tips, that PSVR 2 is not available to buy on Best Buy, Amazon. Why do you think that is? Maybe they're retailing, maybe they're re retaliating for not offering pre orders with them. No, not at all. Because the, the, these partners were the ones that, that, uh, you could pre-order from in uh, in other markets, just not in uh, our market. So, uh, no, I just I think the a couple things are going on here. Mainly, I think that they're building stock. I don't think they had the stock available in February for a full retail launch. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, obviously, this is a peripheral for a console that people have only been able to get their hands on for a few months. I think they're letting their console base build up. I think by by the time holiday shopping season get 
uh, rolls around, we're going to have a lot of new game announcements. We're going to have PSVR twos in the hands of retailers. Yeah. And uh, dude, the last couple of times I've been in Walmart, you can get PS fives at Walmart now in person in, in the store, uh, which is a, uh, which has been something that we've never seen over the years. So, uh, I think we're moving in the right direction, but we've said it before. I think that PSVR two just had a soft launch in February and the real launch is coming later this year. For sure. For sure. I, I'm, I'm confused about the, the retailer thing because, um, Yeah, one of the issues, one of the issues that, uh, that console developers have always had a problem with, right? When it came to like something like digital only consoles, right? Like, so a PlayStation 5 without a disk drive. If that was the only version of the PS5 that launched, retailers wouldn't want to carry it, right? Because they want to be able to sell the software for these consoles. And so digital only means there's no software to sell for it. And so you're basically creating a user base that's no longer going to shop at your store, right? That's a problem that Walmart has, that Amazon has, that Target has, Best Buy has. Like they don't want a digital only future because that gets rid of the brick and mortar store. And so that's been a problem for years now. That's why there's always been a disk drive. And that's why there will continue to be a disk drive. With PSVR 2, we've got another issue. There's been so few physical games Horizon didn't get a physical release. Switchback didn't get a physical release. I mean, like the the ones that the big ones that got physical releases were already out on physical, like Gran Turismo and, and Resident Evil. I'm wondering if there was a conversation that happened with retailers, and they said, "Well, is this an, is this thing going to get physical games? Are we going to be able to like supply this new user base with 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 constant a constant supply of games?" And the answer is going to be no, right? Because going to be so, they're going to be so few and far between. And, I, and I'm wondering if that had any impact whatsoever on their relationship with retailers. Possibly. I mean, there's the, and there's the fact that all of these retailers are still sitting on a large stock of PSVR one headsets <laughs> that are still on the shelves. Yeah. Um, I mean, that might be, that might be a, 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 certainly a factor, but even beyond the brick and mortar stores, you can't get this thing at Amazon or any online retailers, which is a huge, huge mistake. If, if this is the way that that they're trying to go, which I don't think it is, again, I think that it's just rolling out in phases. Yeah, but um, it's just it's yeah, just man, a, I, just I, a random conspiracy theory that crossed my mind while we were talking. Certainly possible. I, I think it's a uh, would be a good negotiating point for them to try to uh, to to get Sony to uh, agree to some kind of a a third party key distribution system, kind of like what GameStop uh, does. But um, there's there's not much motivation for Sony to do that because while, while they're definitely struggling to get people to order hardware direct from them, uh, they're, they're having absolutely no trouble getting people to buy digital games. And I don't see why they would take a step back from, uh, from this goal that I'm sure that they've been working a long time to uh, try to achieve. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think everything's going to become clear. I, I, Wes, you definitely alluded to this already. Um, sorry, motorcycles on my end. So I can, weird day I'm having. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, th I think everything's going to become clear over the course of the next year. Um, you know, again, we have, we have, we know that Sony's working on so many things first party for this thing. Uh, and so once they do this big marketing blitz and they reveal what's happening with PSVR one games, they reveal what's happening with first party games, hybrid games, again, relationships with third party studios. It, I think a showcase would be a perfect time to do a, not a relaunch, but an actual launch. Um, and so I think, I think in the next few months, things are going to start becoming a little bit more clear. 
Um, but yeah, not being in retailers is certainly a sign that, uh, that the, the official launch hasn't actually happened. Also, I disagree with everybody in the chat who's saying Dying Light was better than Dead Island. Dead Island was so much better than Dying Light. I hated the story in Dying Light. Hated the gameplay loop. Uh, I got I got so bored. Somebody actually I actually ended up having to play multiplayer in Dying Light for somebody to drag me through to the end of it. And I was just like, this is so not fun. So when I finally saw the, the rest of the story, I hated going back to that tower or whatever for just a oh god. I would take I would take Dead Island in VR over Dying Light any day of the week. <laughs> There's a couple of cats that agree with me. Uh, Steven Blaylock with the five dollar tip says third party VR developers could subcontract out their services to port PSVR one games to PSVR two. Couldn't they maybe just make a deal for residuals? This is happening. Um, just as VR monkey was, uh, like a great port studio for PSVR one, uh, bring games over from the PC, gate, bring games over from the quest. VR monkey took care of, uh, Wraith the Oblivion afterlife. They took care of Yuki. They took care of, um, windlands too. Tarzan, thank you. And they actually fixed Tarzan. Tarzan was one of their first. They were just getting, coming to terms with it, apparently. Um, I, I, I think that VR Monkey and studios like them will, will grow considerably by being able to just kind of subcontract and bring PSVR 1 games over. Um, the, the number of studios I've talked to that want to bring their PSVR 1 games over but just ha- don't have time right now or don't have the staff or manpower, um, it's 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 a good chunk of them. They want to do it, but they're working on their new game right now. Um, I think it's all going to happen. It's just going to take a little bit longer than we expected. Yeah, and for what it's worth, it's not just as easy as deciding that you want to port it and then doing it. Like You have to get a new store listing from Sony, which is a fucking feat from what I understand. You have to give a whole master's thesis on your game to them and have it go before the, the Grand Council and get it approved. It's not an easy thing to do. It takes time. And again, you're talking about a prospect here that's only going to have limited uh, profit tied to it, as a lot of people are going to expect either free upgrades or something with a very small price tag upgrade fee attached to it. So uh, again, it, it's more about supporting your titles and just keeping your reputation up at, than profiting from your work. So um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's certainly understandable why a lot of this stuff isn't ready to go, you know, right away. But I, I do think we'll see more and more of it over time. Yeah. I mean, I think uh vacation simulator popped up on the top 10 sales charts uh, for, for PSVR two in March and vacation sim was a free upgrade. So that wouldn't have shown up, um, for people just upgrading. And so it does prove and it, no, it wasn't vacation job sim. I don't know. I don't know what I said. A job sim showed up as number 10. Um, and so that, that really proves that what we have here on uh, PlayStation VR two, isn't just people upgrading from PSVR one and then getting their free upgrades. It's, there's a new user base. Who's, who's picking up all of these games that they've heard about for the last six years, uh, for the very first time. There's a new VR user base. And so it's, so these companies are profiting very much so on their PSVR one upgrades, even if they're not charging for the upgrade because they're selling it to a brand new group of people. And that's sort of been like my, my theory the whole time that the, that this was going to be a thing. You've got over the course of time, you have millions of people who have never played your game before. Um, brand new audience, get your game out there, make it available. Just further evidence to support my theory that we're never getting a sequel to Super Hot. It will never happen because people are just going to keep buying it. They they can just bring the old one over. If Job Sim is charting, then Super Hot <laughs> would definitely chart. Yep. And we're, we're we're never getting the sequel ever. I just want I want the I, I feel like a broken record. 
we do this three days a week. So I say the same thing a lot. Um, but I, but I feel like what I want more than super hot VR in V on PSVR two is the original flat screen, super hot game with full locomotion in PSVR two. Like I want the flat screen game where you could run around and when you run around, time only moves when you do. Right. So it's, it's, it's the full super hot experience. I want that. I want that. I just want a new game. I just want a new game. Remember, remember when super cold was coming? Remember that leak? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I, I, I bet if I searched my channel, I could find a breaking news report by yours truly. (laughs) Um, We were so naive, Brian. We were so naive back then. I'm still naive today. Nothing has changed. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Um, all right. I think that gets us all caught up. No, it doesn't. Burke Daniels with the $5 tip says Resident Evil 8 is a fucking slam dunk of proof of concept for other developers to see how confident are we that other AAA hybrids are coming and how soon. I'm, I'm, I'm really confident. Um, but, but how soon is, is the question mark? That is the question mark. Well, no one knows. Yeah. And, and we shouldn't even pretend like we know at this point. So. No, but no other finance, no other financial model makes sense, right? To, if you're going to bring a AAA game to VR, you, you can't spend millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to make a VR game that's only going to be played by VR gamers, right? Because the audience isn't big enough yet. Um, and that's, and that's why you see people making PSVR two games, uh, that are also on quest that are also coming to PSVR one that are also on steam VR because you have to bring your game to as many people as possible to make a profit. Right. And that's in, and that relates to small games that relates to big games that relates to everything. The only way to get yeah. these like true triple a games, uh, on the platform is, is the hybrid model. I don't know how many millions of dollars it took or, or, or what the team size over at Capcom was to make it happen. Uh, I don't know how much Sony paid them to make it happen, but whatever the cost, it has to be, it has to be way cheaper than building a brand new VR game from scratch. Absolutely. And not only is that the only way to get AAA games into VR, AAA games are the only way to get traditional gamers into VR. So it makes sense that Sony would support such an initiative. And that would be the focus of this generation as we speculate that it will be. I agree. That's going to be most of this generation. Uh, very curious what's happening with RE4 Dr. Dance. It's a very good question. When will we see that? We don't know. Will it be the whole game? We don't know, but it better be. It will be. Pure Vita FC in the chat says, Village is the greatest game ever in VR. I might agree with you. I might agree with you. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. But I don't know if you caught my... Uh my uh my game of the month this past week but we talked about the walking dead saints and sinners 2 retribution which won psvr game of the month from us but then we moved on to pc where that game also launched alongside vertigo 2 and the the whole kind of intro into that segment was we just came away from talking about saints and sinners 2 which might be the best game i've ever played how do you contend with that? Well, you by talking about another of the best games that I've ever played, Vertigo 2. There's so many great games coming out. I haven't even played Village yet, and I'm sure I'm going to be saying the same thing about that. It's crazy, dude, how many great games have been out lately. Yeah, definitely super jealous about Vertigo because Vertigo 1 looks great, Vertigo 2 looks great. Can't, uh, yeah. can't, can't wait for these solo devs to 
find time to make their games PSVR2 compatible. Um, Dan, the Game Cat's Pajamas with the five quid said, what games are coming out in April slash May? I'm not that organized. Uh, also, I don't know. Which games are? Um, I also, I think there are games. The only games I know about that are coming in April and May are games that don't officially have release dates yet. Uh, and so that's embargoed. Other, okay, other yeah, than so next I'm week glad, I'm, after Life VR, I'm right? glad you said that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I might have I might have said something that I shouldn't have said. I could tell you know if we're talking about VR in general, not just keeping it to PSVR two. I know a big one that's coming out next month is Firmament from Cyan. Nice. That that's a huge release coming out next month. I know uh, Carbon Studio just announced a new title called uh, Crimin. I think it's called. That that's coming out next month. Carbon's, There's a bunch of stuff coming Carbon's out. The next Wizards month. team, right? That's right. They did the Wizards. They did uh, more recently. What was it? The Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Yep. Um, and and now they have a a, a brand new IP coming out called uh, Crimin. They just announced last week. Um, I, I would say too, uh, Dan, tune in to uh, our show on Sunday, and we're going to get caught up on the news. And I'm sure a lot of these titles we'll be reporting on then. Piatrek F with the 12 plantains says, Wes, how good are PC VR mods? One to 10. Uh, Village on PSVR 2 is a nine. Uh, if, if Village on PSVR 2 is a nine, I would say Village on uh, on PC VR mod would, would be a seven and a half or an eight. Like, um, it's a little rough around the edges. Like, it, it's really the, the VRAF stuff that isn't quite perfect. Visually, they're comparable. It looks a little bit better on PSVR 2 than it looks in PCVR. Um, you do have full hand presence. That's the amazing thing about these Resident Evil mods is that they take flat games that were not made for VR, and they give you hands and first-person interactions, aiming down the sights, all of it. And it's not just for a game like Village, which is already in first-person, or Resident Evil 7, which is already first person, but they have two and three and they let you play it how you want. You can play a third person. You can play it first person hand, hand presence. So in, in that aspect, they're amazing. Uh, but are they as good and polished as a game that is, um, that is developed for VR? No, obviously not, but they're very close. They're very close and they're very good. I would say that the resident evil mods specifically are the best that I've, uh, that I've tried in VR with maybe the exception of uh, Half-Life 2, which is amazing in its own right. Wes, when you get around to uh, checking out Village um, more thoroughly on PSVR 2, I want you to pay attention to some of the more PSVR 2-specific things. Um, firing a shotgun in the headset haptics when you open a lock. Oh, like lifting. I can already tell you I can already tell you that, that that fucking shotgun is amazing because there's a shooting gallery right at the front of the game. Yep. And, uh, dude, that, that was one of the... When we talked about that game on launch that that was 90 percent of what we talked about was how awesome the shotgun was and the haptics <laughs> and the triggers and everything how good it felt yeah there's the, the it's 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 so many little things though like when, whenever i open like cabinets that are all like it's like you know these rusty gated cabinets like they're metal right the what you feel in the sense controllers as you pull those open the the rusty metal bolt locks you lift those up and then slide it over to unbolt it i mean unbelievable i don't think i've ever felt controllers feel as realistic 
or doing like these little menial tasks nice. as I have with these things in my life. Like I, I'm, I'm wondering how much more of that we'll see over the course of the PSVR two generation, or if this is the pinnacle of it, because this is, it's so well done that like, I've just loved walking around, like opening things, you know, and, and like unlocking the locks. Like I just, I felt it in the controllers. I was like, this is exactly how this should feel. Like it's these little things that they just absolutely killed. And, uh, yeah. Yep. So, so like, so the, the, the PC mod is pretty cool, right? So, so they give you the, um, the, the hand presence, which you can, you, you know, you can swipe with, with the knife. Uh, you can physically pour the, the, the medicine on yourself mm-hmm. to heal. You can block with your hands. A lot of the stuff that the real game does. Um, but there, there are other things like, like, for example, when you're holding the baby at the beginning in those early scenes, yeah. like the baby's, you, you have one hand on it. You can't grab it with the other hand. And it's like its feet are stuck to your hand and the baby is a non-moving thing. So it's just like you hold your hand around like this and the baby just kind of moves around <laughs> with it. So there's stuff like that that really breaks the immersion. And that, those are the the biggest differences uh, between like a modded game and like a, like a, uh, made for VR version. I mean, in all fairness, I, I I don't think even on the official PSVR two version that the whole holding the baby scene is exactly you know how yeah. I would do it or whatever. It just feels feels a little wonky. I do think the uh, uh, the end of Zoe DLC for for RE seven uh, ha- handled it even better. Uh, you know, when you're actually holding Zoe in your arms, I was like, Oh, this is really fucking cool. The baby thing seemed weird. Holding Zoe was cool. So it's like, why, why did one resonate with me and the other one didn't quite work? I don't know, but what are you going to do? No, I still never played that DLC. Never played any of it. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's some of the yeah. best DLC I've ever played for any game ever. This is what I hear. Probably should do that sometime, huh? Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it when it comes to PSVR 2. Dude, for the love of God. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you... Whoever follows me on Twitter, uh, at Parole PSVR, um, I, I retweeted something from Perp today. They were like, they were wondering, what games would you like to see on PSVR 2 from PSVR 1? What, what PSVR 1 upgrades do you want on PSVR 2? Which there's a million ways to say that. Um, and, and, and Resident Evil 7 just fucking went right past me, right? A lot of people were saying, you know, Wipeout and, uh, and, and the Persistence and uh, Astrobot, all, all the all the usual suspects, you know? And of course, I was like, Separation, Golem, <laughs> Mortal Legacy. Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Perp was actually asking that for, uh, you know, for, for, for more than just curiosity's sake, you know, because Perp is getting yeah. bigger by the minute. Right, they're becoming a bigger publishing studio, um, and uh, and and I'm and I'm wondering if they they've got their hands possibly in some PSVR one upgrades, and they're wondering what people want to uh, have brought over. Absolutely, there's definitely ulterior motives here. They want to know what they should go for, mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. And, and you know, for what it's worth, I don't think this is the first time that they've asked this. They they typically every few months come out with something similar to this. If I'm unless I'm badly mistaken. So yeah, I think I think they're doing market research, and I think it's smart. Yeah, uh, here they lie is an excellent answer. I think you you tweeted that today, right, Wes? Yeah, absolutely. Shades here they lie, oblivious. I, I forgot to put Farpoint in there, which I probably should have, but uh, th- those are the three for me. Yeah, 
I, ju- I just knew that everybody else was taking care of the the obvious ones, so I wanted to go a little bit deeper. Where the fuck is Golem, right. guys? Where's Golem? <laughs> this is craziness. Um, Do that. I wish probably get to our main story here, man, before it gets too much later. Uh, and that is the unfortunate news uh, that support for Dreams is ending in September. Um, now I want to make sure we get all of our facts straight and, 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 and get it from a decent source. So I'm going to bring up an article here that we can read through. Um, Let's see where we're going to get this from. We're going to get it from... We're going to get it from, <laughs> hold on, I swear it's coming. We're going to get it from Polygon. Uh, Polygon states, ooh, Polygon's got a Resident Evil 4 ad in my face. That's nice. All right, here, let me close this down so I can interact with this. Uh, they go, Sony is ending support for Dreams in September. Uh, this is by Ollie Welsh. Um, Media Molecule is moving on to an exciting new project. Uh, the article reads, Media Molecule, the Sony-owned developer of Dreams, has announced it will end live service support for the PlayStation 4 game creation system in September as it concentrates on a different project. Uh, we've made the difficult decision to discontinue live support for Dreams after uh, September 1st, 2023, to shift our focus to an exciting new project, said the studio in a blog post. The title won't be removed from sale, and players will still be able to create, share, and play within Dreams, but there won't be any more updates or developer-led events such as the MP Awards uh, that rewarded the community's best creations. Long-promised multiplayer support will not be happening, and the game will not be upgraded for PlayStation 5 or PlayStation VR 2. Um, and I think that's where what we care about kind of ends, Wes. Um, it's important that everybody gets the right message from this. Dreams isn't going away, right? And if you want, and if you're a Dreams creator, you can keep making games for dreams flat screen and vr but it's just unfortunately um there there were certainly some promised updates there were certainly some things that we expected to happen that aren't going to happen we're not getting playstation vr2 support for it there's no full playstation 5 support for it um so i don't know i don't Wes, what's your what's your takeaway from this this is this is kind of you know, crazy. it's a shame you know dreams holds a special place in our heart because it, it gave us content during a time when there wasn't much else coming and uh there's been a lot of amazing projects published through dreams and it was certainly fun to uh to to kind of speculate about some of the possibilities that a next-gen version of dreams would give us uh but with that said it's certainly not surprising uh at the end of the day this is a business and you could tell uh when dreams fairly early on got steep steep discounts that people weren't buying and people weren't engaging with it they weren't getting a return on their investment and sony's not in the business of of throwing money into a pit so uh i mean we've heard rumors in recent years about you know media molecule even possibly being shut down uh so hopefully this is just them moving on to the next project it's a shame i was really looking forward to what uh, next gen version of vr dreams might look like uh but i'm not going to uh say that i'm very surprised by this at all so you say that sony's not in the business of throwing money into a pit um yet this game took seven years to develop right (laughs) and at what point do you say we're not making our money back on this like we need to cut our losses and fucking move on um in a in a and i guess i mean i guess they gave them a few years 
um, four years, I guess, to to make dreams happen. But it didn't seem like it happened. It didn't seem like they were getting much support from Sony to make it happen. They were given support and, and they were paid to make the game. But then once it was out, like, how impactful would it have been, Wes, if we if if there was a, a commercial out there, a trailer for Dreams out there, where somebody was saying, "Hey, do you like to make games? Do you do you love VR and you want to like make your own VR game? Well, then here's exactly what you need." Like we're giving you all the tools to do it from, to build these things from scratch, from the ground up and, and make games that rival some of the better PSVR one games. And I never saw a commercial or any kind of indication that like that, that they were really, that Sony was committed to getting that message across and trying to make dreams work. Cause I mean, those messages were certainly implied, but there's so many people out there that want to be game developers uh, and for a $40 game that eventually got a, tw- down, a drop price drop to $20. Like it's way cheaper than, you know, than getting unity or, or, or figuring out how to use unreal, right? This, this is the perfect way for, for budding game developers to try their hand at making a game and, and learning this tool set. And, and, and I just feel like that wasn't ever communicated properly from Sony saying, Hey, fucking come make games for the cheapest possible way in, in the, in the most consumer friendly possible way that you could, that you could imagine. I just never saw that. That certainly, that certainly could have helped, um, content wise. I mean, I I don't think you're going to make a big bump in sales by attracting prospective game developers, but what it might do is make the catalog of content undeniable. And then maybe you could advertise, advertise some of that stuff by putting out, uh, I don't know, maybe demos or something, that have a, a sample of the best user created content in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly what happened. I do suspect that maybe the, the vision at media molecule was maybe a bit ambitious because I remember reading articles where these guys are talking about going multi-platform, allowing create creators to monetize their work, yep. stuff like this that never saw the light of day. So I, I'm, I'm really I'd be interested to know what how, what their kind of pitch was to Sony for post-launch support and maybe if they were biting off a little bit too much more, you know, a lot more than what Sony was willing to allow them to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, it, it's, it seemed, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of at a loss, man. I'm kind of at a loss because, because yeah. here's, here's the thing. I, th- I think when, when you look at this and you say, Hey, We've invested seven years of development time and, and lots and lots of, uh, of of money into this to make it happen. Um, how can you be so willing to let it go, right? How can you be so willing to to let something like this that the people who understood it and the people who who recognized its brilliance like shouted it from the rooftops, right? And and, and I keep I keep hearing people say that Sony's not the same Sony that they were you know, in the PS3 and PS4 era, that there's different people at the helm, right? The people who allowed dreams to be developed are not the same people who are in charge now. And so is that the reasoning, right? This game should have been made free to play, right? I I feel like they give it, they should have given it PlayStation 5, like full PlayStation 5 support um, and full PlayStation VR 2 support and then said, "Now, now we're done, like right, we've given it all the updates or, or the multiplayer support, whatever. We've given it all the updates that it needs to have a nice, healthy, long life. But now, but 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 as a team, we have to step away now, and we have to go make something different, right? Because because for whatever reason. But you but you now have all the tools at your disposal 
for an entire new generation to to make games and to share games and to play games together. It it just seems like a weird time to do it, and it makes me really fucking nervous that here's a here's a first party game that, that that was seven years in development that I don't know how much money it took to get this thing out the door. If they're so willing to kind of throw this thing away and not give it PSVR two support, like, am I wrong that they're not going to that 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 the persist we're not going to see the persistence on PSVR two that we're not going to see Farpoint that we're not going to see everybody's golf or that we're not going to see Blood and Truth. Like, are they so willing to just kind of toss these properties aside that they spent so much money developing uh, and say, well, we'll just try something new? Yeah, it does make you nervous, especially in the light of the fact that they just pretty much leaked the uh, the next gen version of the Vita, <laughs> which is apparently on the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, do, it does certainly make you nervous. You know, we, we keep preaching that, you know, better support's coming for PSVR 2. Uh, but you know, when stuff like this happens, it, you know, it makes you question yourself uh, every now and then, doesn't it? Yeah. I, w- I want to say dreams was ahead of its time. Um, for sure. And, and, it, and it kind of was like, it was sort of this miracle that it even existed that not only did we get VR that was playable on PlayStation four, we got affordable console VR, um, with PlayStation VR one. I, I never would have expected in a million years that we would have gotten the tools to create VR games ourselves during that very same generation. So in essence, it was before it's time. Um, and, I, and I guess because of that, maybe it just never got the chance it deserves. People said the learning curve was too steep, right? Because the tools are too deep. Um, there's, there's, there's too much to learn here, right? I, I'm sure if you fully learn these things, it would take years, right? To be able to really like know this thing inside out. Um, and so I'm wondering if in their defense, yeah. in their defense, they, they did pretty extensive tutorials and those who wanted to learn could. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any game development's going to be, uh, daunting to learn. And I do feel like it was a, you know, as a layman, it certainly seemed like it was a bit more palatable in dreams than, you know, going over and trying to learn unity or unreal or something like that. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's good that for now, uh, Dream still exists in its current form. Uh, it, it sucks that you have to have your PSVR one hooked up to your PlayStation Five still. Um, but and it, it, actually, no, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst that you can even. It's the worst that that you know there is some support on the new console, but there's no support for the new headset. That just pretty much kills VR on it over the next couple of years. Even if they keep it alive for five more years, like it's pretty much done in terms of VR. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ET.2K9.now with the $20 tip says in reference to uh, the new media molecule project, the exciting new project, he says, but will it be exciting for VR players? He also sent a $2 clarifying tip. Um, Maybe. I mean, they've got a lot of experience, man. Uh, you know, like Dreams was one of those games that, you know, even on PSVR one, you could, you could be playing on the flat screen, turn on your headset, throw it on, and then suddenly you'd be in VR, right? There, there wasn't this whole thing. You didn't have to reset the game. You didn't have to start with the right controllers. You could, you could just turn off your moves and pick up your aim and turn that on. And then suddenly you were using your aim. They had, they were really, once they got the VR version of Dreams up and running, it seems like they they really knew what they were doing for the most part. There were you know exceptions here and there, but it but it just it switched back and forth so seamlessly that um, I feel like Media Molecule has 
too much VR experience to just let it fall by the wayside and not make their next game VR compatible. Yeah, no, no, that. I mean, even during PS3 era, Sony put them to to supporting like the the move system and like the PlayStation Eye with their little Big Planet um, uh, franchise. So they're they're a studio who Sony has historically leaned on to uh, support these fringe and new technologies. So I could certainly see Sony tasking them with at least supporting VR with whatever the next project is, assuming that there is a next project for the studio. Secret Dove says, I miss a shoot-em-up construction kit on the C64. I had uh arcade game construction kit on the N64. You could make almost like Zelda-likes, the original Zelda. You could make... Uh, you could make shoot 'em ups. It's good stuff. I spent hundreds of hours with that thing when I was a kid, and that's why when Dreams came out, I was like, "This is, this is everything I want it to be." And I've been promising myself and everybody else that I was going to get into Dreams, figure out how, how it all worked, make my dream horror game. And now I'm like, absolutely not. I'm not going to spend hundreds of hours in Dreams only for the thing to be locked. Um, you know, as, as it is, that, that will never be playable on PSVR too. Like not, not interested, which. Or practicing sucks. in uh, Roblox, Brian. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll get right on that. Uh, Josh <laughs> Zosky with the $5 tip says, uh, more generally, there are a couple of dozen games stranded on PSVR one and none of them announced for PSVR two, Astrobot, Farpoint, Wipeout, etc. There's so many more than a couple dozen there. PSVR one got over 500 close to 600 games um and how many have been brought over to psvr2 so far 20 if that yeah not many so there's hundreds upon hundreds of games that we're still waiting for news on uh and and there will be some that never make it over we we have no idea um you know if some of these developers are still around uh i've I've definitely reached out to viva games regarding immortal legacy you know, I know we joke about yeah. Immortal Legacy a lot, right? But like, but it's a game that I've like I loved and would hate to have stranded over there. Um, and I never got a response. And and it's not because and I highly doubt it's because they didn't were like, "Fuck you, we're done with that Brian Paul guy," right? PSVR one was a failure, and, and so is he. <laughs> um, I I just I just don't believe that some of these studios exist anymore. And uh, and, and so I I don't know who owns the IP. I'm assuming Sony owns the IP. Uh, would they be interested in? you know, hiring somebody to bring it to PSVR too. I have no idea. Um, but I, but I don't think we'll ever hear about Immortal legacy ever again, except for when I bring it out, bring it up every single episode of Gamescast for the, until the end of time. So you'll never stop hearing about Immortal legacy. The name will live on right here during Gamescast. No more, no no Marvels for you. At least that studio still exists. Vitruvius, <laughs> Vitruvius is still around, right? Vitruvius said a long time ago that they're making a PSVR two game because uh, after Marvels they made Shadow Legend, right? And then, uh, right. and then they said that they were making. Uh, it's now an open area, not an open world, but like big open areas, uh, sci-fi, uh, sci-fi. I don't know if it's a first-person shooter. Uh, I think that's what it is um, for PSVR two. We just haven't heard from them in a while. Um, but they're but they're still around. They're still kicking. We should be hearing cool. from them soon. Agreed. Yeah. I I I want Marvels on PSVR too. Damn. Uh Dan, the Gamecast Pajamas with the five quid says, gotta go to bed, but my guess for twenty questions is Ghost Giant. Well, I gotta tell you, Dan. 
you've ended the game. You have failed. <laughs> Your wrong guess has ended the game prematurely. And uh, very sorry to tell you that. You've failed. Uh, so spoilers, Wes. The answer to 20 questions is not Ghost Giant. Uh, cool. Speaking of which, 21 questions. I think it's time to move on to uh, the end of the show, which is PSVR 20 questions. I'm going to be the host this time around. I've got a PlayStation VR game up in this little head of mine. Um, and it's up to you guys and Wes to ask 20 yes or no questions to figure it out. And you only have six minutes to do it. Wes, are you ready? I am, sir. Let's do this. All right. Well, I got I to gotta bring it up, man. I got to make sure that I have all of the answers available at my disposal. Make sure I have all the information. All right. Here we go. On your mark. Get Des. Go. Has this game been announced for PlayStation VR 2? Yeah. Has this game been released for PlayStation VR 2? Yes, it has. Ah, is this a horror game? It is not a horror game. Is this a rhythm game? It is not a rhythm game. Sci-fi? This is a sci-fi game. That's five. Is it a shooter? It's not a shooter. Okay. Uh, puzzle game? Nope, not a puzzle game. All right. So um, sci-fi game, PSVR 2, not a shooter, not a puzzle game. Not a rhythm game. Uh, what what do we have here? Give me some uh, give me some games, cats. Uh, is it? Uh, would you say that this is a cartoony game? I would say this is a cartoony game. Okay. Um, is this game exclusive to PSVR two? It is not exclusive. Hmm. I see. Uh, was this game developed by? Um, shit. Throwing a blank on Alchemy Labs. It was not developed by Alchemy. That's 10. Um, you said this was not exclusive, right? So not exclusive. Has this developer done other PlayStation VR games? Nope. No. Okay. Um, do you have long. Or oh, no. <laughs> do you have tentacles in this game, Brian? No. So it's not tentacular. It's not tentacular. All right. All right. So it's a multi-platform um, science fiction game um, that is cartoony. Uh, is it heavily narrative focused? Not heavily, no. So it can't be the last worker. Runner uh, that definitely did a other PSVR game, so it can't be Runner. It's not Runner. It's not Last Worker. Have we talked about this game on today's episode? We have not talked about this game on today's episode. All right. So it's not Zenith either. So n- n- no, uh, no Cosmonius High because it's not that developer. No Runner. No Zenith. Uh, no Last Worker. Give me some uh, some other stuff here, guys. Before your eyes, I wouldn't call that science fiction. Um. Is this, uh, is this game based on a well-known IP? It is not, and that's 15. Not based on a well-known IP. Okay, so it can't be Star Wars because it's not a shooter and not based on a well-known IP. Uh, it's not Vacation Sim. Can't be. Um, no, I don't. I wouldn't consider either one of the, the Japanese. Is No Man's Sky's not cartoony, though, I wouldn't say. Um, one of the farming sims. That's not science fiction, bro. 
Uh, do you uh, are you a bartender in this game? You are a bartender in this game. Ryan, is this Star Tenders? This is Star Tenders, uh, yes. which I com- keep I- forgetting is on PSVR two at all. Like I just like I don't don't have <laughs> no idea that this is on PSVR two. Like I know I know it got announced forever ago. I know that it's it's out. I probably have it downloaded on my PlayStation five um, as a PSVR two game. Just completely keep forgetting that this even exists. Shout out Aceville for the uh, for the right. Uh, the, the, he didn't name it, but he knew it. He gave me the right clue. He he was the Thank first you. person I saw to name it. Um, he he was uh, around question seven, I think, that uh, he wow. he named it. Nice. And so, yeah, I think he's just trying to steer you in the right direction at the end there. Good job, Aceville. Good job, Wes. Good job, everybody. Um, man. All right, Wes. Uh, so uh, remind everybody why they need to tune into Virtual Strangers tonight. Well, we're going to be playing one of the greatest, if not the greatest VR game of all time, live uh, on the air. And we're also going to be talking about some other awesome stuff, namely uh, Zombieland, Headshot Fever, and Tetris Effect. So, um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good reason. We're all PSVR 2 uh, this week and most likely next week as well. Love it, man. That's what I like to hear. Uh, my When my favorite channels are covering the same thing that I like to cover, it's a good thing. Um, guys, and uh, don't forget, uh, click the link in the description below. Uh, join our Discord while you're at it. Subscribe to Wes over at Virtual Strangers so you can catch all their coverage, uh, especially if you like long form stuff, man. Like that, I think that's why, uh, I think that's why I first started watching your channel, Wes, because, uh, I, as a huge fan of like Beyond back in the day, and of course, kind of funny, you know, like just, they were just going for like hours and hours and hours. And I just like love to have that on, like while I'm doing something else, while I'm playing a game, while I'm doing whatever. And I think you guys kill it for the, with the long form content. So keep up the good work. Uh, everybody, make sure you subscribe. Uh, also, a quick shout out to uh, everybody who helps this channel run, all the moderators who make my life better each and every day. Jay Meow, who gets us up on podcast services of your choice for those of you who like to uh, watch with your ears. See, that's the joke. I screwed it up an hour and a half ago, but it took me 95 minutes to get it right. Uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who puts the timestamps into the sucker after the fact. They're going to be late tonight, he told me already, um, but don't worry. They will always get in there eventually. Uh, all the cats who uh, support the channel financially, whether they tip here in the chat, whether they're uh, a member over here, or if they're helping us out on patreon.com slash without pro games. Uh, thank you to everybody who helped out on 20 questions, participated in the chat tonight, hung out, and all to the, of course, all of those who sit back and watch the show and don't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Happy West Day, Wes. Happy West Day, Brian. Uh, Sergeant Frosty in the chat says, I started watching Wes because he was streaming games when I was trying to fall asleep. <laughs> I, I feel like that's when your channel is the most active. <laughs> so when people are sleeping, uh, you're, you are the best channel for all the insomniacs out there. That's true. That's true. We, we, we do this thing, um, with, with our podcast where we, we start it when the East Coast is going to bed, <laughs> uh, and the West Coast is in prime time. Did you say the West the time, Coast? the west coast yeah the yeah the west coast right that's exactly right uh they're in prime time and then by the time we get to the later stages of the show europe is waking up 
and uh, and and they join the party as the East Coast falls off. Uh, when I stream, which is becoming more and more rare, but when I stream gameplay, that typically starts even later. Like I'll go 3 a.m. and then we'll we'll get into a game, and then Brian will wake up in the morning and and I'll be on the air. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, yeah. We, we we work in the overnight hours. That's when I go to work. Like I'm a C shift guy. So uh, that that's when uh, that's when I get the most done when I'm at home. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. You are without pearls Japanese studio. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if, if anybody understands that, it's a camouflage reference. They, they, uh, Ryan Payton claims one of the reasons they opened a Japanese studio was so that they could technically be working 24 seven. I was like, you're so full of shit. You just, want, <laughs> you just want an excuse to live in Japan. And then he's like, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> Moves over next to Sony and then sales to Facebook. What the hell? Seriously. I, we need, we need a Japanese without Pearl studio because I also want to go live in Japan and then, and then sell out to Meta. <laughs> right. Right. Quest three without parole coming up soon. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, dude, if, if Nintendo ever drops a VR headset, like we're, we're going to have to look into, uh, changing the way things are run around here. That's for sure. Oh, that, that's definitely going to happen, but I'll tell you what, what it'll be. A couple things. First of all, it'll like technically on a technical level, it'll be like Quest One, like equivalent. <laughs> um, but but two, it will have features that you've never seen on any other headset before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very creative things that you've never thought of, and it'll have all of those IPs that we all love and want to play. There'll be Zelda. There'll be Metroid. There'll be Super Mario. You'll be playing Punch Out. Like Dude, it'll be awesome. Mario Kart. Listen, all I'm yes. all I've ever wanted in a VR headset was a good kart racing game, and we just can't seem to get it. So Mario Kart alone would sell me on a Nintendo headset, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're gonna get it. Virtual Boy Two coming. It'll happen in about five years. It'll be antiquated technology, just like switches now, but they'll make the most of it, and it'll be awesome. It'll be perfect for Nintendo style graphics. Mario Kart will shine in that That's thing. Right. Yep. All right. Let's get out of here, Wes. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night.